Good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News here on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this morning, NPP Presidential Elections Committee to submit reports to National Council. A Kofuado launches phase two of planting for food and jobs program. In other stories, judges need adequate training on cybersecurity, says Chief Justice, and I directed the police officers who came to me for IG peoples to go and see Malams, says Bugrinabo. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awain Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. The new Patriotic Party Presidential Elections Committee is set to submit a report to the National Council of the Party following Saturday's Special Delegates Conference. The report will provide insights and recommendations on ensuring a seamless presidential elections on November 4, 2023. There were reports of alleged packets of violence in some polling centers with the camp of MP for Asin Central Kennedy Japan and former Trade Minister Alan Chamanting alleging that their agents were brutalized. Some other candidates also expressed their concern. Evans Nimako, Director of Elections for the NPP, explained that the National Council would also address any existing disagreements that may have arise during the election process. Kennedy Japan threatened to expose President Nana Edidankwa Ekufuado and Vice President Dr. Mamoudou Baumia over attacks on his agents in the ongoing party Super Delegates Congress. In a viral video, the presidential hopeful is seen angrily speaking on the phone and calling out the president and vice president's name after his agent was allegedly chased out of a voting center, threatening to take action against them. Former Director of Communications of the New Patriotic Party and spokesperson for Alan Chamanting's campaign, Yabwabeng Asamoah, has also expressed dissatisfaction with the alleged breach of rules in the party's ongoing superdelegates conference in the Northeast region, as well as the assaults on their agent. Vice President Baumia won the new Patriotic Party Superdelegates Conference with a total of 629 votes, representing 68.15% of the votes cast. The result means that Ejapong has qualified for the NPP's presidential primaries in November along with Baumia. This is the first time that either men has run for the presidency. Jamanting has been in the race since 2007, but has never been able to secure the party's nomination. The November primaries will be a major test for Baumia and Ejapong. They will need to win the support of over 200,000 delegates from across the country in order to become the NPP's flag bearer. The winner of the primaries would then face off against the opposition National Democratic Congress's John Domani Mahama in the December 2024 general elections. Now, President Nanedi Danka Kufuado on Monday, 28 August 2023, launched Phase 2 of government's flagship program on agriculture 
Planting for Food and Jobs at the University for Development Studies in Tamale. Targeted at building on the successes of the initial program, the second phase of the program is a five-year master plan for the transformation of agriculture in Ghana with focus on modernization through the development of a selected commodity value chain and active private sector participation. Speaking at the launch, President Ekufuado stated that the second phase by design takes a holistic view and places greater emphasis on various value chain approaches by focusing on strengthening linkages between actors along 11 selected agriculture commodity value chain broadly categorized into grains, roots and tubers, vegetables and poultry. He added that the phase two of the program also seeks to improve service delivery to maximize impact and substitute direct inputs subsidy with smart agricultural financial support in the form of comprehensive input credit with provision for in-kind payment. The president disclosed further that key elements of the new phase also include an input credit system that provides farmers with access to inputs such as seeds, fertilizers and pesticides and other support services for improving productivity and yield as well as storage infrastructure and logistic hub to improve storage and distribution of the produce to reduce post-harvest losses. Additionally, it also includes off-taker arrangements or commodity trading to improve farmer access to markets, which guarantees fair prices for crops, and a digitized platform for management, monitoring, and coordination to improve efficiency and effectiveness of the program. Now, moving to other stories this morning, Chief Justice Gertrude Saki Tokono has called for the adoption of relevant digital laws to build the capacity of judiciary in cybersecurity since most of them lack the skills and resources. Justice Tokono said this when a delegation from the Joint Cybersecurity Committee, JCC, and Cybersecurity Authority, CSA, called on her at her office. The delegation, led by the Director General of SCA, Dr. Albert N. Chibwesiakon, discussed with the new chief executive pertinent issues affecting the judicial service as a member of the Joint Security Committee. The visit was also part of the plan of the JSCC to touch base with its members and other institutions to explain its activities. The JCC established Person to Section 13 of the Cybersecurity Act 2020 at 1. 038 comprises 18 institutions mandated to collaborate with the CSA and the private sector for the implementation of relevant cybersecurity measures in the country. The judiciary is represented on the JCC by Justice Efia Sewa Asari Boche, Justice of the Appeal Court. Welcoming the delegation, the Chief Justice commended the judiciary for the role they played in interpreting and enforcing the laws governing cyberspace despite the challenges they faced regarding the ever-changing cybersecurity industry. On the state of the IT infrastructure of the judicial service, 
Justice Tokuno expressed concerns about the lack of standardization and interoperability of IT systems and potential cyber attacks that could undermine the integrity and availability of the judicial services infrastructure. Now, the former Northern Regional Chairman of the governing New Patriotic Party, Daniel Burinabo, has explained that he directed the senior police officers who came to him to help their plot to remove the current Inspector General of Police to seek some assistance from Malams in order to enable them have their preferred candidates become the next IGP. He said he believed that God had the ultimate hand in leadership positions and that if they wanted the IGP polls, then they needed to go and see Malams for that spiritual favor. Bugrinabo disclosed this when he appeared before the Parliamentary Ad Hoc Committee, which has been tasked to investigate the issue on Monday, August 28th. The former NPP regional chairman became the center of attraction when an audio recording involving some senior police officers hatching a plan to cause the removal of the current IGP, George Akufo-Dampari, surfaced in the media. The contents of the leaked tape generated a national discussion considering the nature of the conversation with senior police officers involved. Following public reaction, Parliament set up the committee chaired by the Member of Parliament for Ebuaka South, Samuel Atechia, to delve into the issue. The panel has the mandate to investigate both the authenticity of the leaked tape and the intricate as allegations that have captured the nation's attention. Now to business, businesses are being encouraged to cultivate interest in appreciating international business treaties to give them better perspective of the global business dynamics. This, according to the Ministry of Trade and Industry, will help local businesses to explore trade financing that are embedded these in these treaties. Ghana is signatory to many international treaties which seek to deepen economic and trade relations. Speaking at the 2023 CEOs Connect organized by the Canada-Ghana Chamber of Commerce here in Accra under the theme Financing and Growing Businesses, a Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, Nanaama Dokuo Esiama Ejei, encouraged Ghanaian businesses to explore trade finance avenues that come along with several international treaties. On her part, the Canadian High Commissioner to Ghana, Her Excellency Martine Moreau, disclosed that the Canadian government is working on an economic strategy which will offer support to the economic viability of the African continent. Now, to some sport, the mother of shamed Spanish football chief Louise Rabels has locked herself inside a church and gone on hunger strike in support of her son. Angels Bejar demanded an end to the inhumane witch hunt after he kissed Spain player Jenny on the lip following her their women's World Cup triumph. Rabel refused to stand down as president of the Spanish Football Federation but has been provisionally suspended by World Football's governing body, FIFA. Bijar, a former hairdresser, has locked herself in the Divina Pastora Church in 
east of Malaga in southern Spain and started an indefinite day and night hunger strike until justice is served, Bejar demanded that Hermoso tells the truth after the player insisted that the case wasn't consensual in contrast to Rabel's account. As reported by Makar, she asked why are they being so cruel to him and what is behind the story since he is incapable of harming anyone. Now to some showbiz, Ghana and Nigeria are known to be in the popular jollof war, but the ongoing debate about which country has the best jollof rice didn't prevent the last last hitmaker from defending Ghana jollof when it mattered. During a recent interview, Benaboy was served a variety of jollof rice from different African countries and had to guess which country each meal originated from after tasting it the singer seemed to have gotten a hang of the challenge when he got the ones from nigeria and senegal right until he encountered what he referred to as low quality rice for the third place benaboy got it wrong when he mentioned that the jollof rice was from saying it didn't taste like any from the various African countries, he has tasted their jollof. However, he will never be far from the truth to mention Kenya if they prepared jollof rice. Unfortunately, Benaboy's guess was wrong. He was informed that what he had just tasted and concluded was terrible Kenyan-made rice was actually from Ghana. However, the host mentioned that he was wrong and had just tasted Ghana Jollof. Stand by the revelation, he defended that Ghana Jollof tasted way better than what was on the plate. They didn't even give it right. How can you not get Ghana Jollof right? Ghana Jollof is a lot better than this. Even if Ghana is at the bottom of my list, it is way better than this. He stated, and that's it with the daybreak news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. The news was read by Awintemi Akansukum, and I say thanks so much for making time. Good morning. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio.